0: Let's own this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. Always excited to have you connected once again. It is truly, truly, truly a blessing to have you listening. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with folks all around the world, wherever you're listening from, in the United States, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping to make Next Level Leader Podcast your podcast of choice. And I'm so thankful for so many of you that are connected with me and letting me know that this is blessing you, helping you become the leader that you know you're put on the planet to become. We're finding out that we have more in common than we do in difference. I want you to follow me, Joseph Walker3 on Instagram, Joseph Walker, the number three. And I want you to make certain that you support this. Let me know if it's blessing you. Let me know if, as a topic or something you'd like me to discuss, or how this particular podcast is strengthening you as a leader. Today, I want to talk about something that I want to set up in a different kind of way because many of you know I've written several books, 12 to be exact. My 13th book is going to be coming out in a few weeks, and I want to give you an opportunity to pre order it. But I want to begin by discussing a little about that book today, and I want to talk today about loneliness. Now, I want to share this with you. This is a topic that a lot of times we don't want to deal with because nobody wants to admit that they struggle in the area of loneliness. When you say you're lonely, people oftentimes look at you as if though something's wrong with you, particularly as a leader. But I believe that it is important to be honest about your emotional headspace where you are, and to understand that as a leader, loneliness oftentimes becomes par for the course. We'll talk about that a little in this podcast. But I do think it's important for us to really understand that we really have to delineate between loneliness and aloneness, two different things. One is actually a choice and the other is not. Aloneness is my desire to be separate isolated in order that I might be productive, to download, uh, to, to be able to produce without distraction. Aloneness is a season in my life where I choose to work on me. I put boundaries around myself so that there are no encroachments unnecessarily in my life. That's the power of aloneness. It is a choice. Loneliness, however, is a little bit more difficult. Because loneliness is not something I necessarily choose, but it's a byproduct of my trajectory. It's a byproduct of who I am and how people relate to me. It's a byproduct of my role and responsibility. Loneliness, let's be real, it's tough. And you're listening to this right now, you're probably tuned in so intently because you need to understand today how to navigate through loneliness and particularly. In the midst of a pandemic where it has been magnified even more in a time of social distancing, you found yourself now even dealing with social isolation. I want to talk today and help you understand as we've dealt with this idea of loneliness and aloneness to really give you some, some things to think through as a leader. You can really understand how to navigate this Interesting terrain of loneliness. It's really understanding you know, how to remedy it. And the fact is, you've got to be clear that crowds don't exempt you from loneliness. Often we think that if I just get myself around a lot of people, get out of the house, and go do what I do, or create these, you know, pseudo kind of hangouts with people, that that will help me through my loneliness. When in fact, these are at best, they are just literally anesthetizing me from the reality of my own issue. I realized as a leader that I found myself among a lot of people and yet still felt alone. You know, when you're around a lot of crowds, you go to a party, you go to a function, you're in a business gathering, and you feel like nobody understands you, nobody gets you, and therefore the oxygen gets sucked out of the room because you feel like you have no one to really talk to or truly connect with. And you find yourself drifting and drifting until you say something like, I'm going to my room for the night, y'all have a good evening. Because loneliness has gripped you so tightly. It's not because you don't want to engage in certain relationships or you don't want to be intentional about developing community. It's just because you realize that the crowd did not fix the problem. Adding more friends on social media is not going to fix the problem. Just hanging out in more crowds and circles is not going to fix the problem. There is something else that we have to deal with. And I believe it's important to understand this because when you find yourself in a place of loneliness, loneliness can create contemplations, right? And even contemplations of compromise. I've seen people in those moments where you've gotten desperate. You know, you have to be careful about this space as a leader, as a person, because... When you're in that place of isolation, I often say that that's the place of demonic interrogation. And that's when you start contemplating things that never would have crossed your mind, never would have entered your spirit before. And now you're thinking about stuff and you're wondering, wow, how did my mind go there? Why did I ever think about compromising on my integrity, my values? Because loneliness has a way of doing that. That idea of social deficit, that idea of relational... Deficiency can cause you to, to contemplate. Can you imagine some of the things that went through your mind in the loneliest times of your life? Things that right now you snapped out of and said, I can't believe I almost did that. I almost went there. That's why it's critical to really guard your mind. It's important when you find yourself in these spaces of loneliness to understand that these are the attacks that's going to happen in your life. And let, let's be very clear. Loneliness is really a byproduct of leadership. I'm to help you understand this. You know, I found out as a leader, a lot of times when you lead, it is a lonely thing. The oxygen gets very thin in leadership. Very few people are able to relate to you other than a hierarchical relationship. People don't see you as human. They see you as superhuman and all these expectations are levied on you and therefore now you're trying to figure out Does anybody know that there's a person inside of this persona that y'all created? See, leadership brings about a level of loneliness because people push their expectations of what they think you should become upon themselves, and therefore it's difficult for you to live up to those things. It causes you to cry out from inside. Nobody hears you crying because you have to put on your game face, right? You go to work. You go and produce. Nobody knows you're hurting, nobody knows that you're struggling because for them, you've got to be this perfect persona of life worked out and live well. When in fact, you're a person who has uncertainties and fears and struggles, and yet you have no place to work that out. And it can be a lonely place. When everybody leaves the room and the buck stops with you, it can be a very lonely place. I find myself in a lot of capacities, right? Pastoring a church presiding over an entire denominational reformation or fellowship worldwide. And I find myself in having meetings a lot, and when everybody leaves the room, it comes down to my yes or my no. That's a lonely place to be sometimes. When you're having to put pen to paper, you know what you write can affect someone's life for a long time. That's why you must understand when most leaders who have struggled with loneliness. Dr. King talks about this. You know, a lot of great leaders have dealt with the issue of loneliness. And we have to recognize it is a very real thing. It comes with the territory. It literally comes, remember this, with the territory. Now, it's also important, I want you to hear this, is to know that when you find yourself in these places of loneliness as a leader, Here are opportunities for you to create something. See, let let me help you understand something. See, I believe that this can be one of the most creative seasons of your life. As a leader, you take these moments when you are by yourself and you're able to reach inside and discover things about yourself you never really knew. That's the blessing we have of the coronavirus pandemic because now you're able to imagine and reimagine things that you never would have had time to do before. You're tapping into certain creative juices that you never knew you had. Innovation is at an all-time high because you've had time to rest, you've had time to reflect, you've had time to pay attention to what you had not paid attention to previously. So, as a leader, here is a time for you to think about what will I create in this season? How will I use this isolation or this loneliness as an opportunity to create something? That's what's going to be key because I just believe some of the greatest things that will ever happen in your life or when you're by yourself. I know personally that it's been moments when I've taken long drives or got on a plane and flew away somewhere, and or I was going through a season where certain relationships were strained and I found myself just needing some time alone. And it was there that I was the most creative. I could hear clear from God. It's an amazing thing sometimes that maybe All the distractions, all the clutter, all those things that are hindering us from God's best are being moved out of the way so we can actually begin to hear God again. Isn't that amazing? Actually hear God again. (sighs) Which leads me to my next point, which I think is very critical here, is that you should use these moments of isolation and loneliness to really reconnect with God. Take these moments and say, I am going to reconnect with God. How important is that, man, to think about like the distance that has been between you and God, you know, an opportunity to grow in God's word, an opportunity to become a disciple, the opportunity to be a better believer, a better Christian, a better person, a better husband, a better wife, a better, a better coworker, a better boss. This is what I do. I reconnect with God. That in this place like Jacob, when Jacob was left alone and wrestled with the man to the break of day, Jacob entered into a name-changing relationship with God that was so profound and impactful. Even Jacob understood that in these moments of isolation, these can be some of the most productive seasons of your life. Ask yourself some questions. What am I producing in this season of loneliness? Am I sitting back just complaining? Am I sitting back lamenting and getting depressed because I have no one? Uh, My social relationships are minimal. Or am I using this opportunity to produce and to create and to do all those things that I know I should have been doing, but now I have a great opportunity to do it? What am I doing? How am I? Here's the next one. How am I getting closer to God? When I look at where I was this time last year, have I grown closer to God? Has my relationship truly gone to another level? It is possible in these moments of isolation. Jesus goes to a mountain apart to pray, to talk to his father. Jesus, as was his custom, spent a lot of time in isolation, aloneness, some would consider it lonely. It's a lonely journey, but it was necessary because he maintained communion with his Father. And this is an opportunity for you and I to do the same. You know, when I wrote this book, I'll tell you the title. It's called Leadership and Loneliness. It'll be coming out in several weeks from now. And while you're hearing this, I hope you will go to my website, josephwalker3.org. I hope you'll prepare to go there and pre-order the book. Let me tell you why. Because it is so incredibly important that you really understand from a leader like myself, who will be transparent about the journey of loneliness and how I was able to navigate through it by the grace of God. I deal with it even today. I deal with loneliness because People make assumptions that leaders don't need a a text here or there or a call. And most of your relationships are unilateral. They're not really reciprocal. People don't necessarily check on you because everybody assumes somebody else is checking on you. And so because everybody's assuming that somebody else is doing it, you end up sometimes with nobody actually checking in on you. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing how in leadership people make assumptions that leaders don't have needs? But as a leader, you have a need. You have a need for community. You have a need for compassion. And I know personally what that feels like to have that need, but then to have that need met. I want to challenge you as you continue to move forward to just embrace this as a part of the journey. But to understand that rather than sit back and lament about the loneliness that comes with leadership and to lament about what people did or did not do, perhaps it's a great opportunity for you to reconnect with God. Maybe it's an opportunity to say, you know, in this season, I'm going to just get my life back in proper alignment as a leader because if I don't do that, I'm out of order. And anything that's out of order, there will be no investment in it. Is this an opportunity also for you to create? Is that a book inside of you? Is there something inside of you that's so extraordinary that now you realize that space and time has been given for you to actually deliver on that thing? You see, here is the beauty, man, of understanding that all these things like loneliness and these other things, these things are not designed to hinder us, but they're designed to create opportunities for leaders because leaders learn how to create in the midst of seasons like that. I'm just so incredibly thankful for each one of you because what I recognize as a leader, every day I wake up, I must be intentional about community. I must work through my loneliness issues, know them as par for the course. And I must realize that I am not the only one feeling the way I'm feeling. The fact that you heard this today should be confirmation that other people get it. That we know what it's like to carry the burden. Huh, and then have no one to be there to really understand. I'm blessed. My wife is an incredible soulmate who understands, who gets me, and and I'm I'm incredibly blessed in that regard. But as a leader, I want you to understand it doesn't exempt me from this leadership and loneliness issue that so many leaders are played with every single day. And the Deviant defaults people deal with, the coping mechanisms that are carnal, that lead them down devastating paths. These are the kinds of things that are very difficult for leaders to navigate. But I want you to understand something. You, you have the goods. You have something powerful working inside of you. And even though you may be feeling the loneliness come on and it's intensified because of certain relationships, structures and hierarchies and et cetera, please understand this. (laughs) Please hear me well when I tell you this. You're only as lonely as lonely you are. (laughs) What did you just say, Dr. Walker? You're only as lonely as lonely you are. When I embrace things that are moving in the direction where I'm going, when I'm intentional about building community for positive people, I don't have to deal with the downfalls of loneliness. Yes, there is an inevitable reality of loneliness that every leader must deal with, and that's why I wrote the book, and that's why I poured my heart into it, and that's why in these chapters you will read it and you will You will hear my heart like you've never heard it before. But I believe something powerful can come out of this. I believe your greatest season is yet upon you. Whew, so thankful. I'm so incredibly thankful for you. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to share with you today. And I want you to make sure, all of you who have heard this on loneliness, my book is called Leadership in Loneliness josephwalker3.org. You can go. I want you to actually go pre-order or whatever, however you can pre-order. I want to get this book in your hands in a couple of weeks, even if it's on New Year's Day or that week. I want to make sure that every leader understands how to navigate the pain and the terrain of what it means to be a leader and to be lonely. For that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm grateful. Thankful to God for each one of you that's listening, wherever you're listening. Please follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Make sure you do. Tell a friend. You got to listen to Next Level Leader. It's blessing my life. Thank God for you. Thank God for yours. Until we meet again, you be blessed. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.